0: Celebrating 10 years, and there's a lot of good things going on this year with Rage Against Addiction. So I am sitting here with Wendy, the executive director, the founder of Rage Against Addiction, and we have something big coming up this year, the Memory Walk Was it Memory Walk 5K?
1: It's Memory Walk Recovery Run. It's Rage Against Addiction's Memory Walk Recovery Run 2024. Uh, This is our biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to provide awareness and support to anyone that struggles from drug and or alcohol abuse. And this event brings together um, a a large variety of people, um, those who have lost lost loved ones to the disease of addiction. And also we celebrate those in recovery. So this 5K is um, a run and we have a lot of runners who are running um, to support recovery. We have runners that run in memory of a, a loved one that is no longer with us. And then we have a really large group of family members that come out bring photos of their loved ones and just celebrate them and just try to bring some awareness to the disease. Uh, This supports our programs. We have Sober Living Houses in Bel Air, Maryland for women. And we also have some other programs that support uh, new moms in recovery. Uh, We support uh, kids by being a resource broker. And we've done some funding throughout the years to help people get into sober living. So, this is this is a big deal for us. This is the the event that brings a lot of awareness to the community. It brings awareness to all that we're doing and like Rich said, it's our 10th anniversary. So we we really want to let you know that we're here to stay and the reason that we're doing what we're doing so well is because of all of the support in the community, and so we, we we welcome you to to join us. You can also join us virtually through the entire month of April, April first uh, through the thirtieth. We have a virtual event, and then the thirteenth is our actual in person event at Cedar Lane Regional Park in Bel Air. You can register through our website, which is www.rageagainstaddiction.org. You can find all your info there. Uh, It'll take you to run sign up. You can create a team. You can do some um, independent fundraising with your family in memory of your loved one. And we also welcome sponsors. Sponsors get a place on our website. Your logos will go there. We give a shout out at the event. We're going to have some speakers from our alumni which is really what's near and dear to my heart. And again, it's, you know, it brings us all together and, and we hope that you can be there.
0: Uh, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The run is a 5K, but you can also walk it, which is what, one mile?
1: We we have um, a route that goes around Cedar Lane uh, Regional Park. They have a, a path. And when you do the 5K, you you do two laps. Our walkers okay. tend to do one. So it's like half, you know, it's probably like- okay. It's probably like a a mile, a mile and a little bit. Yeah, I can do the walk. You don't have to be here to participate. And we encourage that because we know that no family is immune and addiction, unfortunately, isn't going away. And we have a new uh, up-and-coming generation that was plagued by COVID, and we're seeing the youth population really struggle. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that they continue to have the resources that they need.
0: So, again, they go to RageAgainstAddiction.org to
1: sign up. Yes, under events. Or to become a sponsor as well. Oh, yes. Please, 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 please sponsor.
0: What is happening with Harford County Living? What is the future of Harford County Living? What is the future of Harford County? We're going to be talking about that on this episode of Harford County Living and what's coming up and how you can help.
1: the harford county living podcast with rich bennett thank you for coming and please send any suggestions or comments to podcast at harfordcountyliving.com the harford county living podcast is produced for your enjoyment and show notes can be found at harfordcountyliving.com come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite rs feed or itunes all links are in the show notes now let's join rich bennett and his special guest
0: Thank you for joining me on the Hartford County Living Show. My name is Rich Bennett, and on this episode, I am going to talk to you about the future of Hartford County Living and some of the changes we're going to be doing. Uh, one of the things that I want to talk about first, of course, is the Community Choice Awards. We are looking at changing the name of it, but we are we are bringing that back. However, you got to nominate people first or businesses, so that'll go on for a month and then we'll actually have the voting will go on. It's not going to be a whole year like it was before, so we're changing that. Another thing we're doing is we are bringing back the business of the week, artist of the week, restaurant of the week, and nonprofit of the week. However, what we're going to be doing is something a little bit different. So if you want to be featured we actually have some questions that we want you to answer. So all you got to do is contact me at rbennett at com, and I'll send you the questions and answer them, send them back. Simple as that. Now, of course, our sponsors and our advertisers, uh, they will be featured more because it only makes sense. I mean, they are our sponsors and advertisers. So we will be doing that. The other thing is the podcast. We are going to be changing the podcast stuff we just created a facebook page for it and on that page it'll have listed in the events calendar the people that are coming up and who the sponsor of that episode is going to be and if if you want to sponsor an episode and you see that nobody's sponsoring that episode this is your chance to say well wait a minute oh they're having this person on they're going to be talking about this i want to sponsor that so that'll be an you know, an opportunity for you to do that. It'll also be an opportunity for anybody that wants to join in on the podcast to come in. Now that seats will be limited, um, but anybody can join in. Let's say just to give you an idea, we have a musician coming up, you know, and you're a big fan. If you want to come in, you want to sit on, sit in on the podcast and ask questions, you'll be able to. All you got to do is reserve your seat. Plain and simple, the other thing we're going to do is actually have podcast, which could be a little controversial, talking about some of the bad things in Harford County, but how to improve upon them, asking some questions that need to be answered, maybe you know even the people in the round table can answer so just to give you an idea, Harford County Public Schools, okay, we all saw it on the news and everything about the budget. the new superintendent wanted so much. County, executive, would only give so much, you know, and so on and so forth. And needless to say, now I think it's over a 100 positions are going to be cut. Now, I want you all to think of something. When it comes to schools I love and a lot of people look at U.S. News and World Report on the top school rankings. Every year they rank all the different high schools, magnet schools, colleges, elementary schools, middle schools, and so forth. In 2017, 2017, Harford County had six high schools in the top 50 in Maryland. Falston High School was ranked 25th in the state. C. Milton Wright was ranked 33rd. Patterson Mill High School was ranked 35. Belair High School was ranked 37. North Harford High School, that's your first magnet school I mentioned, was number 41. And Aberdeen High School which is also a magnet school was actually 40 number 40 in the state so six schools in 2017 were ranked in the top 50 in Maryland now for 2019 we took a drastic turn not one school in Harford County is in the top 50 in Maryland that is Falston High School is now ranked at number 52 Harford Technical High School, which was not even in the top 50 in 2017 at least, moved. Well, no, they're still not in the top 50, but it's our first magnet School and ranked the highest at number 75 in Maryland. C. Milton Wright ranked at number 80. Patterson Mill ranked at 81. Bel Air High School ranked at number 90. North Harford High ranked at 117 in Maryland and Aberdeen High School was ranked at 127. Now, those two are many schools, so they dropped down considerably. Happy Grace High School ranked at 129, and yet they're getting a new school. You know, they could put all the money out for a new school, which I don't know how they're you know what they're going to do for teachers because they're losing positions. Joppatown High School ranked at number 151 in Maryland, and Edgewood High was ranked at 165. Edgewood High, being a magnet school, was ranked the lowest in Harford County. Explain this to me. I don't understand. You know, we're not getting the budget, you know, to, to fund our schools and to take care of our teachers. But yet our rankings are dropping. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, another thing that doesn't make sense to me. Now, I know a couple of these schools that were ranked a lot higher have had the same principles, I would think that you would change the principles out. You know, I, I I don't know. That that just, that baffles me in general. Now, me and Lyle actually also went to a meeting that um, one of the community advisory boards had, and they had the superintendent there, and they were talking about a couple things. One question that was brought up was the lack of physical education in high school and the answer baffled me they said that they have cut down on physical education because they're adding more classes so the physical education is not as important i'm sorry what that no you know one of the biggest complaints is obesity yeah and yet you're not going to have physical education in high schools i mean you're going to limit it uh, i don't know i i i'm just that's one discussion we're going to have. We're going to invite people to come on to talk about this stuff because I, it just blows me away. Uh, another thing we talked about too at the meeting, um, we brought up simple things, you know, common things that kids need to learn, whether it be uh, changing the oil in their car. Hell, some of them don't even know where the gas goes in, uh, or how to check the oil. They don't even know how to do that. Another one, and and this is the one that baffles me, was um, bouncing of checkbooks. They're not, kids today aren't taught how to bounce their checkbooks. Here's the answer for that. This was brought up at the meeting, and this was the answer that we got. Today, not as many people are writing checks. Most people are using either credit cards or paying electronically. That was the answer we got. Now, the funny thing with that is, believe it or not, you're seeing more millennials using checks today than they are using, you know, online payments. Well, not online payments, but credit cards or anything. So if they're writing checks, then, of course, they need to know how to balance their checkbook. These are millennials I'm talking about. Okay, so you're seeing more millennials than probably the, the Gen X's or anybody <laughs> writing checks. You know, but yet yeah, it doesn't need to be taught how to balance a checkbook. Oh, come on. Uh, I, you know, it scares me because some of the things that our kids are being taught, it's, let me rephrase that. They're not being taught. They're, the common, you know, another thing that baffled me, and we, we, we will be talking about this on a podcast. You know, years ago, they were encouraged to bring their cell phones to school. Now, I remember when I went to high school, Casio brought out the wristwatch. It had a calculator on it. You better not have that in school because if you were caught using the calculator, oh no, you got in trouble. Now these kids are encouraged to use their cell phones, you know, for to listen to their tunes or whatever while they're working. I mean, come on. You're going to tell me that they're not sitting there texting their friends? They are because I see it all the time. Yeah. And another thing in school suspension, because they don't, they don't want to suspend and just, yeah. Anyways, we'll be talking about Hartford County public schools, schools in general, because you're seeing this throughout the nation. And it's just ridiculous. I, I, it baffles me. Um, another thing we're going to talk about is the environment. I went to a community advisory board meeting and the health department was there and they were talking about the water pollution in one area. And there are a lot of people now keep in mind with, if, if you're going to do testing, if the state's going to do testing, it has to be a public access for them to do it. Meaning like a beach. So they have to walk out and do the testing. Well, these people kept saying, well, you know, we have peers and you can use that. Yeah. We'll give you access to that. That's public access. All right. Unless you're going to allow. Anybody to come on your pier and go fishing and swimming off your pier, it's not public access, plain and simple. Now, the other thing is these people kept complaining about the pollution. They did their own testing. They checked it out. You know, it's still polluted. And a lot of it had, I think, had to do with all the rains we had last summer and boating. Okay. They went, I guess, the state or the county to take care of the pollution. But yet they're still gonna run their power boats. So I'm sorry, if you want to help cut down on the pollution, why don't you start yourself first? Yeah, you know, these and you're not you're seeing this other places, not just in the water. I see people constantly complaining about seeing trash on the roadway. You know, but do they stop to pick it up? No. Instead, they'd rather go online or whatever and complain about it. This is one of the other things we'll be talking about. Uh volunteering. Oh good lord. Um, I guess it goes back to what I was just talking about where people see stuff laying around or they see something wrong and they'd rather, you know, go online, go on Facebook or whatever and complain about it and not do anything about it. Now, I've been in the Lions Club for 21 years. Uh, I've been with other nonprofits. I'm a member of the Le- you know, American Legion. I've been a member of the Elks Lodge. I believe if you're if you are going to sit there and complain, not even complain, but if you see something, volunteer, put your time in. It doesn't take a lot to just pick up a piece of trash. It doesn't take a lot to help somebody in need. You know, we, uh, I call people out all the time on this. You know, with the Lions Club, we do a lot, whether it be sight, hearing, the environment, uh, hunger. Yeah, children's pediatric cancer, you know, and so much more. And in the community, one of the things we're looking into doing is uh, cleaning up our parks and making it better for people to come to. We ask people to join all the time. Or if they don't want to join, if they don't want to pay the $60 a year to be a member, we ask them to come out and volunteer things, which we only get one or two people that are willing to step up and volunteer. Yeah, the other thing you see is people complaining that there's nothing for the kids to do. You know, be nice like if they had this where they could go play basketball, if they had a community center, yada, yada, yada. There are so many things out there for the kids to be a part of if you would just open your eyes. You have the scouts, you have the Leos, you, you have all kinds of youth organizations, youth ministries. Sign them up. You know, I think a majority of them are free to join. You know, our Leo Club, we, I, I'm the advisor for our Leo Club here. We have these kids active all the time. There's always something for them to do. And the good thing about it is they're learning more. They do a lot of the homeless now. And some of them have never served a meal or anything to a, ho- a homeless person or seen by homeless. Now they look forward to it. They has they have helped uh, Sleep in Heavenly Peace Build bunk beds for kids that don't have beds. You know, there are plenty of things out there for kids to do. You know, you just have to look and have them join up, you know, have them help out. Another thing, and I hope we continue disagreeing. We have an agreement with the Hartford County Health Department where we do a monthly podcast. And I'm hoping they renew when the time comes up because every time they come on I learn something new. And I've already had comments from people that didn't realize that the health department did these, you know, other things. Um, if they renew, one of the things I want to do, and I don't want to say if they renew, when they renew, one of the things I want to do, I'm going to talk to Dr. Moore about this. Actually, I have talked to Dr. Moore. I think he likes the idea. We want to set up a a couple town hall settings to where we invite the public to come in And ask the questions about the health department, you know, whether it's about skin cancer, whether it's about, you know, the water, whether it's about rabies, uh, whether it's about HIV, whatever, you know, these are things that need to be brought out so everybody knows about it. And that's one of the things we want to do. Um, the other thing I'm going to do, I want people to send me suggestions. You know, if you have anything in particular that you want to hear on the show, Let me know about it. And I will invite the people on and get them on there. And of course, if you want to come on as well, you're more than welcome to. I I want to make this to where everybody in the area and outside of the area has a say. You know, and a lot of these things, it, it takes a community. And if everybody joins together and we talk about these things and get it out in the open We can improve upon it. And that's why I'm looking for all of you to contact me. Say, Rich, you know, we want to talk about this or can you talk about this? And also, if you, if you see any of the shows that are coming up, if you have any questions that you would like to ask our guests, submit them to me. You know, the post will be right there so you can send your questions in online. And, you know, that way we'll have a list of questions I can ask, ask them when we record the podcast, you know, and keep in mind we do record on Tuesday mornings. At ten o'clock you know in jobtown, uh some of them we go off site and they're scheduled for different days, but that's you know that's something different um so if you're available Tuesday mornings at ten, please come on in be a guest. We're looking forward to it you know we love to have you on there you know there's and if you even if you're not comfortable talking, you don't have to you know, I've had guests on the show that were nervous, they were nervous to act because they've never done this before which is one of the reasons we record and it's not live. And after doing it, they after a while, they felt comfortable, and then they started talking. So, but again, even if you don't want to, you don't have to. You know, I saw one guest that comes on once in a while, and she'll tell me, you know, that she's not comfortable talking. Sorry, Linda, still love you. Uh, but, you know, it happens, so what? You know, you, you can still ask questions So. Looking forward to the future, and we are going to make things happen, and we're going to make things even better. And just to let you know, keep your eyes open, because we're also looking into creating some big partnerships that are going to help local businesses. Thank you again for listening to Harford County Living, and I hope to see some of you come on the show.